Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 159. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What up? Alex Miller. Yo. Lisa Delasho. Hey. And Neil R. Hello. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, well, it's great to have everybody back on, you know, a couple of you guys haven't, haven't been on in a while, and uh, so that's awesome, I'm, I'm psyched about that. So, uh, you know, to... Also, to let people know, we we're now doing uh, an after hours program, and uh, people who support our Patreon can, uh, you know, uh, gain access, access to that. that. And uh, John Vibes is going to be on there later, so check that out. Patreon.com slash Punk Rock Libertarians. Yeah, we'll we'll probably post a link in the comments or something. Oh, it's on there. And, okay, it, it's already in there. It's Thanks, there. Jared. Check that shit out. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so number one for tonight, uh, we're talking about uh, Baby Alfie. Baby Alfie. So, like, Alex Miller. Like, what, what, what's, like, the, the deal with, with Baby Alfie? Sure. So, from my understanding, this, uh, this Baby Alfie has pretty much been fighting for life since he was born. He was born with um, uh, serious health issues and has basically been hooked up to various forms of um, life support since he was born. And uh, from what I understand, his parents have been basically fighting a legal battle since he was born to try to keep the life support going, um, let this baby have a chance, even though it, didn't, it never looked like an optimistic outcome. But it really ramped up recently when the, uh, the UK state, who controls the healthcare and the decisions there, huh. uh, took the life support off, which they were expecting the baby to die from that, and it didn't. He didn't. He uh, kept going, and uh, people were pleasantly surprised by this. And the parents of this child wanted to move him to Italy. They raised all the funds themselves through, you know, crowdfunding on GoFundMe, things like that. And the Italian um, government was amenable to this and um, they're getting ready to move because the UK state the next thing they were going to do was remove the feeding tube which would definitely result in Alfie's death because you know you'll starve to death mm -hmm. so uh, uh, so anyway they wanted to you know take care of it they raised the money they wanted to move to a hospital where they thought he might have uh, would have a chance again I don't think it ever looked optimistic but you know have a chance uh, the parents wanted to try and uh, the UK state said no and evidently they have the legal authority to say no and prevent them from moving um alfie to italy so so what does jimmy kimmel make of all this <laughs> <laughs> i haven't heard anything from him interestingly enough mr we need the government to take care of our children we need socialized medicine huh yeah so imagine that <laughs> Yeah, it's just scary, and at the very least, I think it needs to act as a reminder to folks who look at maybe the system in the UK or Canada or France or elsewhere compared to the US, and hey, maybe find some things where it's better than what we have here. Like, we do have a broken system, we can acknowledge that, and even acknowledge where some other folks have it better, but, you know, if nothing else, it's a reminder that if you give a centralized authority that kind of power... You know, there's there's going to be a nasty side to it as well. I think Milton Friedman had a quote, or one of the old uh, economists had a quote. It's like, hey, giving someone the power to give you a job also gives them the power to take it away or starve you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it should just, if nothing else, be a very sad reminder to be careful what you wish for. So what was the uh, particular regulation that 
they could use to. So like they wouldn't let like they couldn't physically go into the hospital, take the child out, and transport them. I think because you or know they the wouldn't offer assistance in doing it. Like they wouldn't be like, all right, we'll keep them hooked up to this thing till you get them into the. Like, what was the... They had police guarding to stop the parents from well, taking I, I them. Heard, I heard that was sort of some fake news, though. I heard that oh, was... Oh, really? Yeah, I heard they were actually trying to keep protesters out. I wasn't That's there. That's probably what they're saying. But I mean, well, who knows? Who knows? Want us to think. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you my two pence worth. Yeah. Um, it, it, ultimately, what it does is it shows um, the best, the very best, and the very worst of socialized medicine. Uh, the reason why I say it shows... Uh, the, the 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 exceptions to the rule at both ends of the scale is think about it we had a small child two teen parents both who would never have been able to afford the treatment and the the doctors that he saw the specialist that he saw from a very very small baby to the two-year-old infant that he is mm-hmm. now that's the good side so they were able to just make appointments, see the necessary people, get the necessary specialists, have all of the tests, and not have to worrying about paying for it. Uh-huh. But ultimately, when he was in hospital and he you know, got sicker, he got worse, um, I, I don't know all of the medical technicalities of exactly what was wrong with his brain, but the medical professionals basically said, at this point, there's no cure, there's no way we can fix him, um, so we're just on palliative care. But then the very, 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 very worst comes out. So you've got lots of good up to the point where they say, because we don't think we can do anything, um, we think that we should just withdraw treatment and let him die with dignity. And, you know, that's obviously a subjective anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously then at that point, that's the point where you, you say, right, okay, well, fine, socialized medicine has now failed me um, in this country. Uh, I want to take my child somewhere else and I want to get second opinions, even if those second opinions and third opinions are going to say exactly what right. you say, that there is no hope whatsoever. I need to hear that from other people. And other people haven't been able to do that because the uh, uh, the the hospital trust, uh, I think it's Alder Hay Hospital, the trust that was in charge of that hospital, basically petitioned court and said, "Look, we want to withdraw the treatment for these medical reasons, medical reason A, B, C." And they, the argues lawyer that, and the judge in the judicial system sided with the doctors and the medical professionals, and. I don't think people are disagreeing with that medical advice or what, you know, what came from knowing exactly what was going on in the child's brain, but where it it stopped being, you know, caring and, 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 and nice and and, and good was at the the point where they said, yeah, but we're not going to let you go elsewhere. We're not going to let you move the child. We're not going to let you take them somewhere else because they did have, uh, citizenship, temporary citizenship lined up in Italy and the Italians had offered to fly Alfie there uh, now they were only going to provide palliative care but there were doctors in Italy that were prepared to do exactly the same tests uh, and run through all of that same processes and procedures in their country and if they probably come up with the same as the British doctors they would have then said look you know they were right 
your second, you know, your second opinion is the same as the first one, but at least we tried. Mm-hmm. And they they were not. It, it's it's. I think the outrage comes from them not being allowed to try. So on the one hand, they they use the socialized medicine, and then when they got mad about the socialized medicine, they started blaming the socialized medicine for the, their problem. The system, yes, yeah, the, the system, the, right. So the system was brilliant and it was excellent to a certain point yeah and then when it went beyond that point and 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 it's not just making appointments to see doctors and turning up yeah and and meeting those appointments at hospital for, for whether it's you know surgery surgery or anything like that yeah then it crossed the point where we're not going to treat him anymore we know that you don't like this but you know we've gone to court and we've got a judge and the judge has said this and you have to abide by it yeah and i think that that's what uh, you know they're, they're saying lots there's lots of thuggery involved from the protesters and stuff like that and that's probably because they don't fully understand exactly what's going on, but it's irrelevant. The emotional, out- yeah. it, was, it was an emotional outrage at being told by medical professionals, there's nothing we can do, but we're not going to allow you to, you know, try something else somewhere else because we don't think it's in Alfie's best mm-hmm. interests. That They were arguing that it was in his best interest to die. I, I guess that's where I sort of have the problem with it, though, is... is- when you start making decisions like that for other people, I mean, I have a problem with the whole system, obviously, but like, like I get if they were like, look, you know, this is our system. We're not going to continue to treat him. We're not going to be continue to provide the services that the system provides, take him somewhere else. I mean, that I can, I, I can understand. It's, it's the aspect of, we're no longer going to going to provide these services, but you can't you can't take him. Like we're deciding, no, you have to let him die. Yeah, that's, that's terrifying. That's the part that that seems fucked up, and that's the part that seems Orwellian because it's like the government and you know the government and I guess you know whoever is is sort of in charge of that particular case is is making that decision instead of the the people who have the you know the first rights to that person which would be their parents yeah it happened last year with charlie guard he was another baby mm-hmm. younger he was i don't even think a year old i can't remember but same it was a similar situation where the parents actually the u.s donald trump was he offered the baby citizenship here so he could come here and get treatment and there were actually specialists here in the u.s who wanted to see charlie guard because they said we actually have some experience with this kind of disorder and sometimes it's very rare but sometimes people get a little bit better so the parents had done the same thing crowdfunding you know, raised them a whole bunch of money and so they weren't asking the uk government to pay for anything they had all that covered us was welcoming the baby but the uk government said nope and then the baby ended up dying before anything else could happen before the parents could you know f- fight it more he mm-hmm. died in the meantime um but yeah it's very similar so this was really eerie when this alfie evans case came up because it reminded me of the charlie guard um, which I think a lot less people heard about Charlie Gard than did about Alfie Evans. Um, I think this one got a little bit more coverage on social media. Mm-hmm. But National Review website had an article a couple of days ago about Alfie. And 
you know, they said that people from the U.S. were saying, oh, you know, we're so glad this could never happen here. You know, we're really lucky our government would never do that. But there actually have been cases. One of them was in Massachusetts years ago where the state said this person should be removed from life support or feeding or whatever it was. And because they're never going to live a good life. But that person ended up living after they were taken off support Mm. and is still alive today. And there were two stories that that article covered in the U.S. that were, you know, the government said, nope, no more. You know, we're taking this person off support. And one of them was a little boy. And he's now like 10, I think. I think he was a toddler when the state tried to force him off of support. And he's actually doing pretty well now. So, (laughs) yeah, government telling people who lives and dies is terrifying. Especially little kids. Yeah. Wait, what was the whole Terry Schiavo thing? Was that the government or was that just like two private parties? That was, I believe, private parties. Mm. I I know her ex-husband, they were still married at the time, I believe. He was the one that wanted to pull her support, but the rest of the family didn't, if I remember correctly. Um, And so people were questioning him, you know, why does he want her to die? He doesn't care about her anymore. It was a big, nasty battle. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, what's up? Um, didn't uh, Kanye West? We were going to talk about him next. Um, didn't yeah. he say that uh, Donald Trump loves black black people? I think he did. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So it's been an interesting week for Kanye West. Um, I don't know how many people here care, but <laughs> I'm I'm a pretty big fan of his music, and uh, gay. Yeah, but uh, I also know that he's just an insane person. And, you know, I've never taken any of his antics very seriously. I've always just found them entertaining, and I just kind of pay attention to the music. I think you got to do that with, like, most artists because they're all kind of crazy. Um, Dude, you know what was cool was, like, the video he had where he was, like, on the motorcycle singing with his uh, girlfriend. Who's his girlfriend? The Kardashian? His oh, wife? His yeah, wife. Kim, okay. Kim Kardashian? Yeah. I'm yeah, that was a pretty that. cool video, right? Uh, it wasn't my favorite. How many times did you watch that one? <laughs> I mean, I like that song, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of the video. Oh, okay. I'm not a big fan of the video. All right, go ahead. Um, <laughs> although the parody video of that with uh, Seth, yeah, Rogen. Seth Rogen. And, yeah, that, uh, that was pretty right. James Franco. Yeah, James it's so Franco. Funny. That was pretty awesome. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, so so anyways, yeah. he um, So he had been on a Twitter hiatus for like several years after the last time he put out an album. He's back. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> And, uh, sorry, somebody just commented their first name is Kane, K-A-Y-N-E, and it freaked me out if I was kind of, <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, so he, he, he came back from a hiatus and announced that he was, um, putting out a philosophy book, <laughs> and then he starts tweeting and says, this is my philosophy book, and he's doing the philosophy book line by line, it's all just kind of, like, very... I don't know, like, it's all over the philosophical map, like, the stuff that he's saying. Um, I mean, he said some kind of libertarian shit, like, he said, like, decentralize and, like, all sorts of stuff, but whatever. But anyways, then, the other day, he posted a picture of him with um, two other guys, I'm not sure who they are. I don't know who they were either, I saw that with the Mitch America Trump. Yes, so he had on the uh, the MAGA hat, and, (laughs) you know, when that came up, everybody (laughs) just flipped the fuck out, which is, like... I'm just sitting there like, dude, this is Kanye. This is the shit that he does. Like, I read that he <laughs> lost 10 million Twitter followers. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From um, that. He's still got 27 million. So, yeah. You know, He's going to be okay. What, what's a I million? Like, what's some, I think he saw it's like 50 million. What, what's, what's 10 million here <laughs> right. or there when you've got double digit millions anyway? <laughs> so we lost like 10 million followers. And just like, I just saw a whole shitload of articles pop up about 
him being like an Uncle Tom and like all sorts of <laughs> shit like that. Like it was pretty bad. And you know, then he would like sort of like step back. He was like, you know, I don't agree with all of his policies, but you know, I'm all about love for everybody and like all this kind of stuff. What was the dragon thing? There's like some kind of oh yeah, well dragon energy. right. Yeah, we said well, it was like said the that, dragon blood, Charlie so Sheen thing. In his initial tweet, he said that. Trump was his uh, was his brother, <laughs> and that they shared dragon breath or something like that. <laughs> dragon breath. Yeah, it's just crazy. They share shit. massive dragon or, or dragon energy. Massive yeah, dragon egos. Energy, yeah. That's what they have in common. Yes, the massive narcissist, <laughs> narcissistic. They remind me a lot of each other. My daughter texted me and she said, "Did you hear about the Connie and Trump thing?" And I said, "Yes." She's like, "When two crazies fall in love, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're so much alike. It's so, really not surprising." So immediately, I mean, I loved it just because it like triggered the left so hard, so funny, and everyone just flipped out. I'm just like, I mean, I think Trump's a piece of shit too. Like, I wouldn't say that he's my brother, but like, I think it's hilarious. You don't share a dragon to have energy Con- with right? Trump <laughs> to have Connie like just come Get out of hiding level. after like three years. And, like, he was in, like, rehab and all sorts of shit and came out and was like, Trump's my brother. And then the, the whole, you know. The left was like. Everyone flipped did, back. Uh, did Trump tweet back? Uh, yeah, yes, he, he did, did actually. <laughs> yeah, he was and like, thank <laughs> you, Kanye. I he saw. said, thank you, Kanye. And he also, so, I don't know if you know who Chance the Rapper is. Yeah. <laughs> but he, one of the cool things that Kanye did did post was something along the lines of black people don't have to vote Democrat, which is pretty cool, you know. And Chance retweeted that, and then uh, I guess Trump saw it and then wrote a tweet to basically both of them, you know, thanking them for their support or whatever. And then immediately uh, Chance was like, no, like posted like a reply, like, no, like I'm not, I'm just supporting Kanye in that specific statement of like, you you don't have to. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, so it was just bizarre shit. Yeah. And then we live in backwards land. Let me finish this, this story though, because. Then I think it was either yes, I think it was yesterday. Trump, uh, Trump tweeted a thing, or not Trump. Uh, Kanye tweeted something where he had a picture of Emma Gonzalez, my hero, and said, "My hero." Emma Gonzalez is the uh, the protester, or the like, not the protester. One of the well, I guess she's a protester. One of the uh, shooting survivors that's been sort of leading the uh, gun control movement um, that sprung out from that. And he posted my hero with her picture on it. <laughs> And then post another, like, selfie that said, for Emma. It's really not that far of a stretch because, you know, Trump's been uh, pretty pro-gun control so far. (laughs) I mean, yeah, light gun control, like bump stocks and shit like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, right away. No due process. Or background checks for uh, for mentally ill. Remember what he said about no due process? Yeah, exactly. We lock people up first and then we ask questions. Yeah, it's like due process takes too much time, basically. So, you know. But uh, so, I mean, Trump's been pretty anti-Second Amendment. Trump's an authoritarian, you know, so it's, it's really not, not that far of a stretch. And it really, when you think about it like that, I think it makes it that all the more scary. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not. Uh, but 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 the, the funny part about that was that now you see the right is triggered. So the right is like flipping <laughs> out because they're like, oh, my alt-right hero is fucking, you know, it's like. You're, you're no. putting Like, why? Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I mean, he's just, he's just, that's who he is. Like, he just, I think he's just a great troll. I think that's the whole point is like, let me troll a bunch of people because I'm releasing an album in like a month and then I'll just be in every. <laughs> Let's just piss everyone off. This is what he does. Like, every time it's like, he'll just, like, before it'd be just stupid shit about like, celeb- like some celebrity or ex-girlfriend or something. And then, 
he sells like a bazillion records. So it's you know it's all just a PR tactic. But people get like so invested in like what's what do celebrities think? And oh, he's black, so like his opinion must matter more than you know. It's like <laughs> uh. he he's he's wealthy enough to be able to say pretty much whatever he wants. Oh yeah, he doesn't you, give a fuck. You yeah. think he's gonna zig? He zags. He's crazy. And that's the beauty of it is he has that fuck you money where he can do whatever he wants. You know. Yeah, we were talking about that. If we won the lottery, you'd be like, say whatever I want. I don't care who I fit. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I kind of already do, but like, there's part of me that's like, eh, if a future employer sees some shit, like maybe. I mean, how many times you type out a post, then you're like, I better not. Yeah, yeah, and supposedly, supposedly people can see this. Facebook can see the stuff that you type out and don't post. Like if you type something out and awesome. you just backspace it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Great. That's not going to come really? back to bite anybody. Those are just in my saved drafts. They just have to read my saved drafts that I've never posted. Dude, I read it somewhere. Or, or maybe I was just like really high and I was just like thinking, like, what if they can do that? <laughs> you but, think but, you posted it? No, honestly, I believe I read it somewhere. It's not impossible for them to like all No, I think I heard that too. Like a draft and all that. I mean, like everything you put out there is out there forever. Because Kanye wasn't the only person to put their foot in there mouth on social media hmm. um la, la, well week? last week shania yeah. twain oh yeah shania twain <laughs> uh, gave an interview to uh, um a british newspaper i think it was the guardian and she vocalized that um even though some that you know um donald trump says and does certain things she would have supported him or voted for him even she's Canadian, so she, you know, she doesn't, she didn't vote for him because she was, she's uh, um, Canadian. But she then did a a, a, a four thread tweet, clarify, you know, clarifying her position and backpedaling because certain people were saying that her base, her fan base, was going to leave her because of what she'd said, mm-hmm. um, and she took literally took that as right i'm gonna have to now go back onto social media and come up with some clarification as to what my position is and and this and that and and, and that you know that cause i mean it it was a drop in the ocean because then kanye came along yeah Yeah. we were saying kanye saved her my question how is shania twain relevant enough to be interviewed because that's a very good question i I think it's uh, she was she was being interviewed i think she was being interviewed in the uk it was the guardian yeah uh, and it was the guardian yeah Yeah. it it may be part of some uh, maybe a comeback tour could be something to do with charitable work conspiracy (laughs) maybe she's like david hasselhoff is in germany yeah but she's you know the UK's David Hasselhoff. She was. She was quite. Uh, she was. I, I mean, she was. Reference. She was more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they kind of. The, the UK got more of her pop than her country, really. So uh, yeah, she was quite a popular. But she she apologized, UK. I think, and you know we were saying, why is she apologizing? You shouldn't apologize just because the left gets mad at you for what you or whoever, the right, whoever gets mad at you for what you say. I mean. I'm sure we all know what that's like. You get pissed the left off, and five minutes later, you say something else and tick off everybody on the right. So awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so what's this about, like, uh, fucking... Is this Dankula? Dankula. Yeah, so, like, I haven't heard of Dankula. This is a great story. Count, count, count Dankula's his handle. Um, I'll, I'll bring up on Twitter what his real name is, but basically uh, what happened a couple of years ago, just to give you the contents, the, the context... Uh, a couple of years ago, um, uh, this guy um, uh, has a girlfriend who owns a pug, and it's a cute pug. Um, and he basically went on YouTube and said, you know, my, my, my girlfriend thinks her pug's the cutest thing in the world, and uh, no matter what he does, 
he's always going to be cute and adorable. So I'm going to prove that he isn't cute and adorable by uh, making him react to um, Nazism and things to do with Nazis. So he, <laughs> uh, he made the dog react uh-huh. to him using... Um, uh, a three-word to a three-word term, which I'm not going to repeat uh-huh. because I don't want to get done for the same thing that he's got done. <laughs> well, you don't live, it, you don't live it, you're in America, dude. You're good. But you're still it was, it was, it was, uh, uh, no. it, it was, it was G A S T H E, and then you can think. Yeah, of it. yeah. Right. And he kept on saying that in the video over and over again to get a reaction out of the dog. <laughs> and he also um, had the 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 dog raise his paw. In a, uh, a Hitler-esque salute, mm-hmm. because he wanted to, he wanted his dog doing something that wasn't cute. So he yeah. the, he thought of the it's thing, the, the, thought, thought of the most, yeah. the cruelest, nastiest thing to make something unadorable. Nazis. Yeah, that it's perfect. If you want to so make what you're something, saying is he loves Nazis, right? Uh, <laughs> and basically, uh, he he was go- he was dragged through the court system for a couple of years, <laughs> and he was um, uh, he was charged with committing offence. Uh, under the Communications Act, which doesn't allow for the transmission of offensive language. Uh-huh. Um, he was charged, he was tried, um, and he was convicted. And this week, he received his sentence, and his sentence was £800. Now, people went out and protested. And so he has to lose £800? Uh, he, he is. He is. Uh, uh, it's it's about eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, it's about eleven hundred dollars. Well, they were talking about jailing him, weren't they? But the, they were the, going there to lock him a, up. There was a there was a fi- there was there was a one time fear that he may have been um, uh, uh, incarcerated um, for the crime. Um, but the, the 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 startling thing, um, the the most startling thing out of it all was um, he was charged for it by the uh, uh, the judge removing the context and the intent. So even though he was able to legitimately argue that it was a joke, taste is subjective, but it was a joke. The intent was there as a joke. The context was done as a joke. But they decided, well, we're not going to take into account intent or context. We're just going to take the words at face value mm-hmm. Which are offensive and can be found, you know, which could be argue, which is arguably offensive, and we're going to convict you based on that premise. But even well, if it is offensive, I mean, even exactly. if he was saying those things in in seriousness, I mean, unless he has the means, unless he's, you know, you can make the argument. We've had this conversation before, you know, if you're inciting violence, that's you know a violation of the NAP and whatnot. Um, the non-aggression principle. Um, but, you know, even just as much as I'm... Obviously, you know, I'm opposed to it. I'm Jewish. I don't want to get gassed. You know, <laughs> like, I'm opposed to that sort of speech in, in content, but I'm not opposed to allowing people to say it. And just even the fact that he was brought into court for saying it, even even if it wasn't a joke, is still is still bewildering, you know? Well, that's just it. It did, and it did. Um, uh, that when when uh, when it got to court and he was convicted, but yeah. not sentenced, that was the beginning of the uh, uh, the social media outrage. Outrage, and you had people arguing that it should have happened, mm-hmm. and that he 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 got what he deserved. And then you have people saying the contrary. Yeah. And the 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 weird thing was there were comedians arguing that this should never have happened. So you had people like uh, uh, David Baddiel, 
um, Ricky, uh, right? Ricky Gervais, mm-hmm. um, uh, the actor that portrays a character called Jonathan Pye, who's a so even like comedian. lefty and, and there were and there were some and there were yeah. some uh, comedians. Wasn't a carrot top. Sorry, <laughs> no, I don't know about him, but there was a the the only British dude. The only the only the only comedian that I saw. I mean, I did see the, the only comedian of note that um, that didn't suggest that this shouldn't have happened was a comedian, a really funny guy called uh, I think it's Omid Ajali, and he's like he's really really funny. He's, he, and he gets lots of you'll you'll have seen him in movies before. Um, he was uh, he was in Gladiator. You know, he's 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 good comic relief in a movie he's a good stand-up comic but um there was a, a, a i remember reading over a twitter feed between him and uh, i think it might have been jonathan pye or somebody else and and he actually said you know uh, he was arguing that because uh, there are unsavory characters arguing for him and for the freedom of speech because some of those characters are considered unsavory and unlikable and there are certain people on the left that do not like those individuals that the argument was wrong where uh, uh, and and uh, so because he's supported by members of the alt-right or whatever therefore because, because, because of the people who support him yeah because some of the people who support him are but seen this guy this guy is also a communist isn't he um, used this to be. Ankula guy. No, I, I read used to be, so he isn't any. Well, no, he, maybe he not to, anymore. Now he sees what communism like, does. Now I like, wait, no, I changed my mind. <laughs> but no, I, he was like a. From what I read, he was like a you know proclaimed communist. Like it was I a mean, part seen, of his like shtick. He has tweet. I mean, he's tweeted some. He's tweeted some of his uh, uh, some of the values from his value based system before. I mean, he's he's for gay rights. He's for gay marriage. Well, that's not um, communist though. Exactly. I, I mean, you know, I, but I've heard like free he's market for communism. I don't know what. I, I didn't look too far. I could be hearing uh, fake news. I mean, I, I, see, the thing is, I I, I I I would argue that you know his character is irrelevant. Whether it's a likable, I'm not saying ca- it's relevant at mm. all. I, I'm just saying, but the, the, and that, that that the problem is, there are certain people mm. arguing that his character should sway the argument one way or the other. And really? my argument is, you know, the character of the person or the individual in question is irrelevant. Mm. Is what they're doing, yeah. you know, something you want everybody to have or something you want nobody to have? Right. You know, do you want that person, that individual to have freedom of speech? Right. It and there just are be people and we there, like. And there, are pe- yeah. and there are people, there have been people arguing, there were people arguing on social media that because they didn't like him and they didn't like certain people who were supporting him, that he shouldn't have it and he should be punished right and and i think it's a flawed argument if 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 your best argument that you know uh, somebody should punished under a law is because you don't like them or you don't like what they say then the slippery slope is well or who supports them or yeah, yeah. or who supports them that guilt because, by association thing. yeah there there, yeah. there are there are you know horrible mean awful people out there and from time to time they are going to support people mm-hmm um whether those are nice people or themselves bad people um is irrelevant you know it's 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 <laughs> it, it, it's down to the character of the person supporting you know they're not necessarily of a similar value to the person that they're throwing support behind didn't right. you say he got a lot more followers after this yeah, happened the, the, like he didn't well, have many just, before he, he, he wasn't really the, well known the, 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 <laughs> the, i mean famous. the british the the, uh, the 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 judicial system it, it has effectively made him famous because he was he had like single digit subscribers to his YouTube channel um, prior to um, the the notoriety and the popularity he gained through this one issue. Uh, and now he's got, you know, six-digit subscribers on 
and on 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 YouTube, and he's what uh, I think it's referred to as a a shit poster. So it's just you know, there's nothing of real substance that gets posted. Right. It's there for shits and giggles, or to annoy someone, or to bug <laughs> someone, or to make someone. It's it, it's just you know, it's 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 not like oh wow, you know this that's that's so amazing what you've just said. It's going to change my life. They're, they're, you know, that's not what a shit poster does. They're there for you know. Like cat videos <laughs> <laughs> to provide totally. small amount of entertainment. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what's the news about uh, North Korea this week? There's a uh, yeah. So, so some stuff happened. Huh? Some stuff <laughs> happened. Um, does anybody want to get into that? Um, all right, I'll, I'll I'll kick it off. Cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, Kim Jong Il and Un. or I'm sorry, Kim Jong Un. And what is his name? Sun, Sun, you moon, something moon. <laughs> it's moon. It's like moon. Oh, moon G. Un or in? Yeah, moon something j- like that. Moon Jin Un's in in not in in. I think I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Um, <laughs> anyways, moon, the moon J in. Yeah, moon J in. Yeah, I knew it was like that's what I meant. Sun of the moon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> they uh, they met. Uh, they met and they uh, they held hands and crossed each of them across the uh, <laughs> the sunshine bridge or something. Well, no, they just crossed like there was like a, just like a demarcation of like you know the the DMZ area the the border, and they basically like hopped across it and then hopped back. It was very uh, it was very cute. <laughs> yeah, they're frolicking together, like skipping kind of, across the border. It is kind border. of funny from like an anarchist point of view. If you, you look at the images, like it's hilarious. Zero Hedge had an article on it, and they had this series of photos, and I was just falling out of the chair laughing because yeah, they looked really like I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to say too much because it's North Korea still, and I don't want to get in trouble, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the photos, the series of images were quite funny of them holding hands. It looked like they were skipping down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very Wizard of Oz-ish. It's weird. It's just weird because it's like there's – it's all in relationship to this, like, arbitrary imaginary line that, like, a bunch of people decided on. You know, like, uh, it's just weird. But well, uh, it's it, good, though, because yeah, it good. shows that um, – well, their goal is to end the Korean War, um, which has been actually going on for the last, like, 50 years. Um, so they are, they are trying to officially end that. Um, and like previously, I think it was maybe a week ago, um, Kim Jong-un announced that he was going to stop military testing. Although it's argued that he, he didn't really have, like he had blown up a launch pad a long time ago. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that's not really him being benevolent. No, he's just like, ah, I'm fucked. Yeah. And then I read, I read a very interesting article in, uh, I think it was called like, the National Conservative or some magazine. Um, and they were talking about how how um, it could be that uh, Kim Jong-un is sort of ready to embrace capitalism. I heard um, that too. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Um, because, you know, he's sort of following in the path of the leader of China. I'm not going to try his name either. But... Uh, <laughs> Xi Ping. Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah. Z, right? Z? X-I? Something like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what that's what he said. Yeah, what did you say? Xi Ping. Xi, yeah, Xi Ping. That's okay. it. Um, and so like you know he's sort of embraced at least a little bit of capitalism, more ca- more capitalism than than North Korea has. Yeah, like a state-run capitalism. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I mean, mean it's 
it's not the greatest, but it, I guess it's better. It's than better state than run communism. Yeah, you know? like <laughs> capitalism. Or I mean, I'll take gradual steps. Yeah, but I mean, I, that rather than I will, you know, absolute yeah. starvation in prison. Right. Camps. Yeah, there's there's still a lot of state involved though. That's what I'm. That's all I'm saying. I don't disagree with you. Man. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, the. the I've, one of the things I've discussed with uh, uh, with Lisa is um, the potential for what, hap- what reunification. Now, it's reported that Kim Jong-un was educated in Switzerland, in Europe. So, um, you know, he's, he's not that much. I think he's only four years. He's only four years younger than me. So he would have been, you know, uh, uh, a kid around the time the Berlin Wall came down and East and West Germany reunified. Uh, now, you look at Germany today, you know, 20 years on, and, you know, economically, socially, you, you look at, at what used to be East and West Germany, and there's no difference between the two, mm-hmm. um, because that, that invisible line just disappeared. Right. Uh, I mean, I, 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 mean I, was a, I was a small child at the time, but I remember hearing on the news things like, you know, um, the, the, the Deutsche Bank and the Bundesbank saying to people in the East, look, we know that you've probably got no money, but just, just pop, across, pop across the border that's now gone and we'll give you 100 Deutschmarks. Hmm. And then they went back. So that's thousands and thousands of people all going back with Deutschmarks and yeah. using the... And, and, and things just kind of went from there and and so germany just, is gave, now they just gave them a hundred dollars yeah or hundred just if, if yeah. they just 100. gave them a hundred uh, yeah. deutschmarks Deutsch yeah. i think at the time ugh, it might have been four deutschmarks to two dollars or something like that so it might have been i can't remember what the exchange rate was at the time yeah it was still the deutschmark it wasn't the year right yeah. but they reunified <laughs> and now they are the powerhouse you know so you've got west germany was already uh, you know, an uh, you know an economic powerhouse, and then East Germany. Yeah. Now, what I would love to see happened um, is that invisible line between North and South Korea disappear, and North and South just the whole thing. You yeah. know, you take the economic powerhouse that is South Korea, and twenty, uh, and, and you do exactly the same, follow the exact same model that the uh, the, the Germans went with. And North Korea is going to be exactly where what used to be East Germany is in, you know, in a generation. Yeah, it, it, it was, you know, it was that quick. I mean, there's a, you know, you've got a difference, but you've, you've got a big difference because obviously, you know, the, the Cold War ended and the Soviets retreated. Um, and, you know, that's how, you know, the, the military retreated from East Germany. So you would need something uh, along similar lines to happen in um, you need similar things to happen in uh, uh, North Korea. So it'd be a case of uh, uh, withdrawing the military and then everyone goes, right, there's no military. Let's clean up this demilitarized zones because it's probably loaded with mines sure. and just let, you know, people just let, let it happen. Mm. Just let the free market, you know, just let the free market um, solve the problem. Because when you look at what happened in Germany, like I said, it, 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 beginning in the 90s, it was, you know, so we've gone, what, just under 30 years and and part you know east germany is unrecognizable now from what it was before the um before the berlin wall came down so you know you get rid of that get rid of that imaginary line and just let it happen obviously there'll be no communist dictator um but the thing is there's a lot of indoctrination has gone on in north korea so um uh that you know kim jong-un could probably 
comfortably say, yeah, right, that's it. I'm, I'm, you know, uh, I'm no longer the leader. You know, we, the, 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 the Communist Party stays in place, but it has to be elected. It has to be chosen by everybody in Korea. Now, mm. obviously, they wouldn't take any power, you know, any real power. But there are people in North Korea who would still love Kim Jong-un and love, uh, you know, North Korea. And, and if they were given a vote, they would just be like, well, I'm just going to vote for my guy anyway. Mm. Um, but he would be, you know, he, he would then have to embrace political discord mm-hmm. um, and diplomacy and, and and all of the things that happened in Germany. That, I just, I would love to see that happen. Yeah. I know there are people who aren't optimistic because with every new presidency, there is a new issue um, regarding North Korea. Uh, uh, Obama had it. Bush had it before him. Clinton had it before him. You know, they, it would they, be pretty crazy. Although, you know, I, I agree that it has pretty much nothing to do with trump but the fact that it's occurring under trump is is pretty hilarious to me i don't know why i think he i think trump already took credit there, for everything's, it. Fun, everything's funnier with trump <laughs> it's just yeah. Like, yeah like this thing that's Except sort of been that nobody thought would ever no. happen <laughs> like nobody like it, it's like the only thing that's less likely to happen than this is like peace between israel and palestine you know but like the fact that this is has a potential of happening is I don't know it's it's mind blowing to me. Yeah, no, you you, you would you put that I mean? you would yeah that, that that's and the like, fact that it's happening under Trump is even more insane. It is weird. <laughs> and you talked we about live in the backwards world. Yeah, <laughs> you talked so about weird. the indoctrination in um, the state indoctrination in North Korea. My understanding is that it's a lot of the hatred is um, pointed at the U.S. rather than specifically as South Korea or at least or yeah South Korea. At least they see the U.S. as the main evil driving force behind everything that's happened, and you know, manipulated South Korea and things like that. Well, uh, there are a certain there are mm-hmm. a, a, a certain number of um, uh, uh, South Korean activists mm-hmm. um, that would seek uh, to uh, have the uh, the United States government's military mm-hmm. um, that's in the Korean Peninsula. Um, leave. Yeah. So, so there are there are, but but the thing is, you you kind of get that in every country, right? Um, uh, it, it's just that because this is a real hot pocket issue, pe- you know, people people are tuned tuned more into it. So the the, the South Koreans that are saying we want this, I don't know. Do you think we can afford losing a, a base? <laughs> <laughs> One of 120 or however many. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the um, if the if they did reunify, mm-hmm. if they want if they 100% reunified, yeah, um, and showed uh, uh, you know uh, a political wall to the American government, mm-hmm. it's like you know they might just say yes, you know we we would like you to go. This is a united front, and we would like you to go. However, um, that's not what happened in Germany um, because there are still uh, uh, U.S. bases, U.K. bases. There are foreign bases still in Germany and they do exercises and and they do cooperative things with each other. Uh, So so Mm -hmm. if if South Korea did become uh, uh, reunified and um, like Germany 30 years on, they were, you know, economically viable like Germany. Uh, they might not want American uh, government troops to leave the peninsula. Uh-huh. So they might not, you know, it, it, you're not going to know what 
the Koreans want until they've experienced mm -hmm. a unified country. Once sure, they've sure. experienced a unified country for a few decades, mm -hmm. their opinion on having some, uh, 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 you know, tens of thousands of US troops on their soil, spending their money and, you know, uh, pumping that into their Korean economy, just like they do in Germany, they might say, well, you know, Sure. Right, we've given up that chunk of land, but they bring a huge amount of money to the economy of this country. So we'll let it slide. Sure. So th that that's something that if, mm -hmm. if, if they do a reunification and they follow a similar model to Germany, that is how I would see it going. And those activists that want um, U.S. military troops uh, out of South Korea and off the peninsula um, 30 years from now might think completely differently. Um, I think top top of everyone's list in the Korean Peninsula is you know a peaceful resolution. Yeah, uh, yeah. and ultimately that that's what everybody you know every, you, you're you're uh, you're you're a special kind of neocon if uh, you know if you want um, if if you don't want peace between North and South Korea. Sure. Uh, John McCain's yeah. probably crying. <laughs> right. <laughs> cool. That's my John bit on, on it anyway. I'd, no, that'd be I'd, great that's what I'd if like it happened. I'd, I'd love to see it. Yeah, happen. anything along those lines would be a huge upgrade to the situation, for sure. So, yeah. Nothing's perfect, but peace is preferable. Sure. Yeah. True that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you guys wanted to talk about crypto. I know uh, pretty much everybody here is in, into crypto. <laughs> so... And you know we haven't talked in a while about crypto. So like Neil, like wh what 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 are you into nowadays? Um, well, like, like what coins are you shilling for? Jew coin. <laughs> okay, Jared, settle down. Settle Sorry, down. I'm shilling on Jew coin. <laughs> still, still, still into the same cryptos. Every now and then I'll I'll read something interesting about uh, you know an ICO or something new that's coming out. Well, um, well have, you, have you read about the shekel, a.k.a. Jewcoin? No, <laughs> no, that's what no. Wants to talk about. I'm afraid you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to educate me on that one. Okay. I'm a, I'm a whale. I'm a whale. <laughs> you're a whale? I'm a whale when it comes to shekels. I have a friend who started a new coin. It's yeah. called Original Crypto Coin. I'm serious. OCC. <laughs> original Crypto You don't yeah. know OCC? But what yeah, you hey, that's what my me. boss said. Because my boss has a crypto site and he's like really into crypto. And, and I told him about it. And he said, I can't get the song out of my head now. And he kept sending me clips on YouTube of the song. And I stopped. Now it's in my head. But yeah, it's um, unique in that if you... I, I can't explain everything about how it works. You'd have to look it up. But it's got a lot of unique features. They didn't do an ICO so they don't have any like big investors or whatever but if you are interested in it then they'll give you a couple of free coins hmm. I don't know it's really it's a unique do you remember anything about it I don't know how to describe no, it I, I should have brushed up on this before we got here it's yeah, neat we always talk crypto here yeah yeah well, one one thing that, that I did this week like with with crypto was uh you know apparently like uh John Vibes like uh contacted me uh earlier this week or last week apparently. and he told me that uh coin payments is uh going to no longer handle Nexus hmm. so it's basically hmm. like uh so what I had to do was um, I had to figure out where I was going to hold my Nexus, which is my my favorite coin, you know. So, anyways, what I did was I downloaded the Nexus wallet, and uh, apparently, when you hold on the Nexus wallet, you and if you have more than a thousand Nexus, you occur um, in, uh, what is it uh, interest every year. So and uh, first for the first year, I believe it's uh, like point five percent. 
And then, um, but then I believe when the second year comes, you you earn a three percent interest if you hodl more than a, a thousand Nexus in your wallet, and and, and so forth every year a three percent interest. So it's so basically yeah. like a bank. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, uh, it pr- seems like a pretty good pretty good interest rate. <laughs> I guess banks give you like what point one, yeah. right? I mean, so for the first year, you're after the first year, you're you're beating the bank. Yeah, exactly. And it just makes me want to um, buy some more but Nexus. I'm, that makes me a little more concerned about Nexus. The fact that none of these... They don't. They have, like, one wallet that's kind of not that great as far as the UI. And, like, none of the other wallets support them. It's I a mean, bit concerning. From what I understand, their wallet is uh, pretty similar to Monero's wallet. Monero's pretty high up on the crypto chain. I think Monero's pretty awesome, too. Yeah. But that, uh, yeah. But just, you're right. That's as far a, as, like, that's a common. Adoption. That's yeah. a common. So, I mean, um, I mean Monero's used for buying drugs. Yeah. Let's be honest. Uh, I mean, <laughs> or tax evasion. Or tax <laughs> evasion, which are all five things. But well, like, I, I mean, but, noble. But, but I'm talking about if we're, if we're <laughs> no, hold on, let dude. Me that was a bullshit answer, dude. Monero's used for buying drugs, dude. I like to pay for like fucking coffee, dog food, like everything with cash, you know, because it's 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 not traceable, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I don't care what it is. So that's why I like to use cash. And I'm just I, saying I've the reason been why like that, dude. So it's like I mean, you could you could want to buy anything with Monero just because I, you wanted but it to be traceable. Right, it's but like I'm talking about cash. Almost. Yes, I, I understand mean, that. But what I'm arguing here is the fact that they have a shitty wa- looking wallet is not going to prevent people from acquiring it in order to buy drugs and things illegally. Which, like I said, is fine. <laughs> like obviously, I support all that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like if we're talking about you know, Nexus becoming the next Bitcoin or whatever we're talking about, or like mass adoption, it's going to have to, they're going to need a better wallet than like what they have right now. They're going to need more support from people like CoinMarketCap, or not CoinMarketCap, but uh, like Coin, Coin Payment Wallet or, <coughs> excuse me, Exodus or like, we're fucking pigs. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not, look, it's just a, I'm not saying I'm selling all my Nexus tomorrow. I'm just saying it's a concern of mine. Yeah, but not I to mean, not to prevent anyone out there from buying. I don't know, obviously. man. Like you know, I think once those like rockets go up and, and the satellites are out there, Dude, you, that you, are you wait for them <laughs> to shoot that red rocket up, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it, it's it's a really good deal right now too. So it's like I, I want to get more of it. Right you know, on. I, I'm I'm pretty psyched that, that right now I'm starting to earn interest. You know, no, no. You've held it the, for a year. The Nexus wallet. Oh no, you no, said but I, okay. I'm starting to. I just got on, on the Nexus wallet. So, right. Yeah. That's so, cool. Ah, but that, you see, the, the, your 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 um, your hopes uh, for Nexus rest on uh, uh, future implementation of ideas and plans by the founders of Nexus, aren't they? So you, it, it's it's the uh, you know the network of um, uh, uh, low Earth orbit satellites that you're hoping on yeah. to uh, you know shoot Nexus through the moon to, to Bitcoin. But there are other crypto technologies out there that are looking, and this is what's brilliant about yeah, the free market. Isn't there, isn't is like 1,500 of them or something? There are, yeah. there are other crypto <laughs> yeah. technologies going on out there that compete with your idea. Yeah, totally. That don't involve putting satellites in space. Totally. And I, I think it's a good way to vote with my wallet for yeah, what, what, I, what I want to su- succeed. You, 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 you want Nexus to succeed, so you invest in Nexus. Other people think, well, I think the future of internet's going to be ground-based, so I'm going to invest in 
sky. Dude, um, Alex is all about Dogecoin. Where, where did he go? He's, dro- he's dropping a Doge. <laughs> I, I just pulled up some information. Oh, about holy her. shit. Somebody's calling me. It's probably John Vibes. It is John Vibes. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> oh, John Vibes. John Vibes, you're, you're here, dude. I'll open up the door. Okay. <laughs> I'll see you in a minute. Okay, then I want to tell you guys about original crypto coin. Can I do that while you're answering yeah, the door? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is the, the coin yeah, that my friend and his wife founded, and it is an easy-to-use, open-source, Ethereum-based ERC token designed specifically for new crypto enthusiasts. It's freely available for use in other crypto projects. So the website has a lot, a lot of info. Hmm. There are really good people. Um really interested in this project, and I'm supposed to be sending him a message so he can airdrop me some tokens. And I'm a procrastinator, and I keep forgetting to do that. He's <laughs> yeah. probably given up on me. But, um, yeah, you can, you know, the original crypto coin. So, so what, what does the Sweet. technology for the coin that you were shilling for? Oh, I, don't, I don't know anything about it. He just makes fun of me. Oh, right. just make, I saw something in the crypto <laughs> group about that. I'm like, is this real no, or are they no. kidding? I mean, I'm, honestly, I mean, I have maybe Are you a like, Nexus man, are you? I mean, I, I would like for it to succeed, but I'm... Honestly, at at heart, I'm I'm a Bitcoin maximalist. I think Bitcoin's just going to win out and get them drive everything else out. I mean, there's going to be niche applications for some things, and that's great. But like, I think ultimately, I think they, ultimately they to, Bitcoin's going to win out. They need I'm to hurry up person. with Segway. You're Ethereum Lightning. I mean, I own Ethereum too. Like, I I'm not. I wouldn't be mad if it did. I, it's just like <laughs> a theory, you know. Yeah. Um. Hey. What's up, man? Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just that's where I'm at right now, hmm. but I do have like twelve or thirteen coins that I that I have. So I don't I'm, have I'm time. How bets. do you guys have time too? Because what happens? Well, to I don't me regularly is- trade. Like I've held, I've had these bags for like since like December. <laughs> Those sacks. Those sacks. Heavy sacks. Hefty sacks. Yeah. <laughs> I have some waves, but I have Dude, not even sacks. looked at it. Hefty sacks. Some what? Waves, dude. Hefty sacks. Should that be a pod- podcast title? Hefty sacks. Max sent me waves. I don't, even, I don't know what yeah. it is. Oh, well. <laughs> I like yeah, yeah, I think that works. Yeah. Do you know about waves? Tell me someone no. hears. Oh, I don't know about waves. So, like I said, my boss is a major crypto fanatic, and it's one that he's really, really into because it's one of those things. It's not just cryptocurrency. You can do all these other things with it, and like the platform has all this stuff on it, and. I don't know. He'll start talking about it on Skype to me, and I'm just like, I don't know what half of what you're saying means. Because <laughs> he's a tech guy, you know, he's a programmer, so he speaks in that language. But it uh, is one that he's really excited about, which means it's probably going to be huge someday. But something cool. else to look into. Yeah. Put it on the to do list to Put check it on out. the to do list. Waves. 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 Yeah, so um, th- I think that's about all for this week. And then. Uh, you know, we also, we're always accepting article submissions over at the dailyliberator.com. So if you've got something to say, we provided a podium for which you to say it. We've also sell uh, t-shirts over at uh, libertariancountry.com. If you, if you type in the code uh, PRL or the code PRL podcast, you will receive a 10% discount. So, I mean, they have a lot of cool designs over there. So uh, check it out. And uh, we've also got the, the Patreon. How do, you, how do you get there, Jared? Patreon.com slash... Yeah punk rock libertarians yeah and every week actually tonight john vibes just get here uh, john vibes just got here and uh, we're, we're gonna record an after hours program so uh only people on the patreon uh will be able to hear that that's the one that's naked yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so it, stay tuned it, until next time live free or die
break the blood that is shed Stretching the flags on the tax forms in red Poisoned by a few at the expense of the many Soldiers and cards in the machine You can't justify killing by economic gain For God, country, and democracy You can put freedom and death point in a fine land You support the troops that bring them home Non-aggression principle, the violence in the state becomes obsolete!